היי, הלו, וולקאם טו בלבואה פארק, אפיזוד 11. וואו. Every time I say this, but it's like, every time I'm like, am I still recording? And also like the past two episodes, it was so difficult to edit the podcast because I have a very, uh, very old computer and I don't know very well about all the ways of editing a podcast. So I'm using this website called Riverside in the free option. And it's very cool because I can edit from a browser since my computer is so old and, and full and, and weird and, and sketchy. But also, even from the browser, it was so, so slow to edit the podcast. So I realized this, that I must edit the podcast in my brain before talking, but it's very difficult because... English is not my native language. So if you are still here after 11 sketchy, slow, weird talking episode, I love you and I thank you. <laughs> Intro. Hi, I'm Nikos Balboa. I'm an Italian living in France and I've been living here for more than 20 years. I have a teen daughter. And I'm a trans man. And I'm a mom. I'm a tattoo artist and I do graphic novels in Italy and in France. And in this podcast, I want to talk about the creative process as a way for self-observation. Welcome to Balboa Park. So in today's episode, I just wanted to, to go a little bit deeper in the art practice, but in a more practical way. Because it's December and 2023, it's almost over. And this is the moment in which we start setting goals. We start dreaming of the new year and all the things we want to accomplish. As I don't know you, but I always go with goals and setting up. And then I feel like when the months pass by, My motivation gets a little bit weaker, but this is often an impression because when I then stop and I go into my graphic journaling practice and I do some exercise to maybe think about the year I just lived, I realize that maybe I didn't reach the moon, but I did some cool things anyway during this year. If you are interested in those kind of exercises, we just had a graphic journaling club meeting on, on Zoom that you can vision on the Patreon page of the Graphic Journal Club. So go to patreon.com slash graphic journal club and you can subscribe And when you subscribe, you have access to all the past class replays. Also, like you can now, all the replays are divided into collections. So you can like cherry picking what you need. And also you have access to the live class, the monthly live class with the December one just, just passed. And so we did this exercise about reviewing our past year. 
So maybe you can go there and and subscribe and become part of the Graphic Journal Club community. But today, if you are like, okay, I feel attraction, I feel a, a pull toward an art practice, but I don't know from where start, I'm here to give you some practical hint. Of course, I'm not like, um, I'm here to, to advise you, but then you can take what you like and leave what you don't. First thing first, the place. Where do I go for my art practice? So maybe you are already a professional art, uh, arter, <laughs> artist, and you just want to dig deeper into a more personal practice as the graphic journaling, which is more some something that is not destined for professional production to sell, but it's more for uh, in, introspection. Or maybe you don't work in the arts, but you feel a distinctly sensation in your hand because you want to start. You will need to find a space. Maybe you have an art studio, but maybe you don't, and it's okay. What about setting a space in your home, a dedicated space in which you can leave everything as it is, in which you can just go and sit and make it yours? Maybe you can just put a little table in your bedroom, or maybe you have a desk, but maybe you don't have this spare space, and maybe you have kids or a flatmate, and it's not so easy to set up a, a desk. And it's okay, I got you. What I like to do, it's like working with boxes. I like boxes. Everything I own goes into boxes that are into a bigger boxes that are into even bigger boxes and then small boxes into the boxes. People who live with me at Strangeland or even at home always makes fun of me. But believe me, if you find a cool box in which you can put your pouch with favorite colors and pencil, your journal, maybe you can put um I don't know what you like to concentrate. Maybe in this box you can put a lighter with a candle. Um, maybe you can put some tea bags or a special pair of socks that you like to, to get comfy at home. Or maybe you want to put in it uh, headphones that then you can clip on your telephone, <laughs> insert in your telephone and use it to concentrate while you practice. The fact of having a box, and you, it can be a box that you buy, it can be a colorful plastic foldable box, it can be, here in France you have those wine boxes that are like very strong wooden boxes, or maybe it's like a cardboard box that you paint, and you choose the shape, you choose the size, you put all what you need for your art practice into it. And when you have a spare time, you 
take the box off, you put it on the kitchen table or on your bed, on your couch, wherever you have space, wherever you have calm, where in whichever room you can close the door. And then you set a timer and you decide how many time you need and maybe you can experiment, experiment and then start your practice. And when you finish, you put everything into the box and then the box in the closet or in the cupboard or under the bed. I don't know. Second thing is like, as I was saying, setting a timer, deciding what amount of time you want to give to your art practice. It's the very same of like when you go to the gym, you know that you have one spare hour or if you go run, you know that you have maybe 20 minutes, half an hour, one hour, I don't know. Or maybe you decide to set your alarm at morning 10 minutes early. And in those 10 minutes, you take your box while you sip your coffee, all your tea, and you go into the practice. It doesn't have to be like every day. It doesn't have to be like one hour every day. You have to find the balance between what feels good and what feels like too much of a performance. You need to, sometimes it's, it's difficult to set the time maybe 10, 20, 30 minutes early because you are tired and you work all day and you have a lot of things to do and maybe you have insomnia or other things. But in my experience, trying to make space for something that make us feel good, it's always a win. Because this fucking society sucks. Like we need to work or we need to stay in the productivity in order to, to gain money, to pay the fucking bills. And these absorb a lot of our times. The rest of our times is absorbed by social media and looking and watching TV shows or reels or, and, and so like all it's okay, but like it's cool to say, okay, even if I don't have a lot of spare time, I want to be in control of this half an hour a day or half an hour every two days or 10 minutes every night and 10 minutes every morning. I don't know. And in my experience, when I'm not connected to my art practice, it's very difficult to go into my art practice, my graphic journaling practice. And I'm like, I'm anxious. I don't have time. I'm behind in paying the bills. And I maybe complain about the fact that I can't find a, a place at home in which I'm alone and silent, as you can, yes, you can know this by listening to last episode, but it's worth it to decide this, not on a spare of a moment, but as a practice. Okay. Maybe I don't want to do it, but I try to stick with it. And something that, for example, works for me, it's like going to my favorite coffee place alone or maybe with my partner and sit there 
and have maybe 10, 20, 30 minutes sipping a cool coffee, a good coffee, uh, maybe cool coffee like with sunglasses or <laughs> sipping a good coffee and going inward in my graphic journaling practice. So there is the supply, there is where I create my space, when I create the, the time, and then there is what do I do? Once I'm taking off, taking the box of my yard supplies from under the bed, and I set the timer of 20 minutes in the morning, and then I sit, I open my journal, I have my yard supplies, and then what do I do? Here for you, three different things that you can do. First thing I, I always do is up top of the page, you write the date. You write the day. Maybe you write the time. Because this is something that is very interesting when you have this practice and then you have journal on journal on journal that have been written and drew. And when you go back there, you say, ah, this was January three years ago or August five years ago. And, and it's fun to have this very fast, you know, when you, like when you are at school, very fast way into the memory, into the setting of the memory. So first thing you do, the date, the time. And then you can start by writing down three things you are grateful for. And if you have a daily practice, it can be in three things you are grateful for in the last 24 hours or since last time you did the, the practice of the graphic journal. And then another thing you can do, it's like a self-portrait. You can look at yourself in the mirror. You can, you can use this moment to check in with yourself and use the divided attention. While you draw, you look at yourself and in the meantime, you feel. So you see with your eyes and you feel with your heart. And while you draw, you draw what you see and what you feel. This is a very cool exercise. And if it's overwhelming to, you know, to start uh, drawing and you don't know what you do, or maybe it's overwhelming to look at your face. I don't know, you have maybe problem with look at, at your face. You can stay in this moment of discomfort by setting a timer. So you decide, maybe you put 30 second timer and then you stretch it and then you put one minute timer. Maybe you go up two minutes to five minute timer. And you know that during the moment of the timer, you can't stop. You can't walk away. You must sit with discomfort or you must stay in the exercise because you know that in a moment, the timer will ring and then you will be free of stopping the exercise. You know, it's the, it's the same when you go to the gym and then maybe you have 30 seconds of plank. It's freaking hard to stay in plank, but you know that it's a very defined amount of time. So you can stick to it. 
It's not like you start, okay, let's go doing plank. And you don't know if it's like 30 seconds or one hour. So like this is very difficult. But if you set a timer, you know that you have to stick to it. And then maybe you can add minutes to the timer. Do this every day or every two days. Give yourself like one month to doing this and then check in with yourself. When you are on your graphic journal uh, page of one month into the practice, maybe instead of answering the question of three things I'm grateful for, you can answer to the question, checking in with yourself and answering in which way my daily life has improved since I'm having this practice. And then come and tell me on my Substack, on my Instagram, and maybe you can consider become a graphic journal club member on Patreon. If you like this podcast, as usual, share it with a friend, leave five stars review on any platform, and maybe become also a Substack subscriber to have those episodes mailed directly in your inbox. Have a cool day. Bye-bye.